Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Episode 42 of the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. We do it for the Handshake Media Network. I'm Brownie and this lord across from me is Pricey. Mate, lots happening at the moment. It is. We're at number 42 and uh, if you're a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fan, we all know what 42 means. It's the meaning of life, Brownie. Oh, really? I, I saw that movie, didn't understand it, probably too dumb. Read the book, mate. Uh, effort, mate. Oh, oh, you know, but with that said, you know, there's there's plenty of time to be reading right about now when nothing else is going on in the world, hey? Totally, totally. Uh, before we move on and check out what's been making news in Heavy World, let's throw to the newsroom Ebony's story with the latest heavy news headlines. Take it away. Thanks, guys. And yeah, I have some pretty good news this week. Parkway Drive's doco Viva the Underdogs will be available to own or rent from April 24. You'll be able to get it basically anywhere and watch it whenever your heart desires. And Unify Gathering have made a statement concerning next year's festival. They've pushed their dates back one week to be on the 21st to the 24th of January. But next year's lineup will be all Australian. What a great way to help out as many artists as possible. If you're not already looking forward to Unify 2021, get keen. And continuing on the documentary trend, The Devil Wears Prada have one too. No Sun, No Moon is about the band's writing and recording process for their 2016 album, Transit Blues. And you can catch that one on YouTube. It's about an hour long. What a great way to spend a portion of your day. And lastly, let's hear about a couple of new tracks released in the last week. Grey Days, which is Chester Bennington's old band. I'm sure you know this by now. They've dropped their album's third single. It's called Sometimes, and it's a message of hope amidst unexpected times. It was written when he was just 18, and this song clearly still resonates. And if you need to have a scream at the world for this year's events, check out Fit for an Autopsy's new anthem called Fear Tomorrow. It's a standalone single, but we're more than happy for a new song from these guys. It's a beast. And that's all for this week. Stay heavy. Thanks, Ebony. And of course, the big news of the week. Unified Gathering is coming back in 2021. We have something to look forward to, Pricey. Oh my God. Live gigs? Live festivals? Yeah. What are these? What are these things? Look, I'm kind of hoping that by the end of the year, like all of this stuff will clear up and we'll get to kick it off with Good Things Festival. And then January 21 to 24 weekend, Unified Gathering is taking place and it's all Australian next year, which I think is, is a great move to, to showcase what we have here in Australia. Yeah, absolutely. They've moved it back a little bit. Uh, they've moved it back a week or two. To get uh, rid of that rain situation, maybe. Yeah, he's <laughs> hoping. Here's hoping. Um, but it, it's... You know, I think that's a brilliant move uh, from the Unify Gathering team, you know, to give back just that little bit to to Australian bands and, you know, obviously all Australian crew behind the scenes as well. And it just really gives back that little bit where people are missing out. And, you know, you know, at this rate, we, we don't know if Aussie bands are going to play live at all this year. Mm. Um, we don't know when this is going to end. So at least... You know, by by January next year, we could probably surmise that we'll be able to see live music again. So, you know, to to go all Australian with this is a brilliant move. It puts dollars in the pockets of Australian bands that have been without uh, for the last however long. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, and and gives back just that little bit to, you know. You know, where Australian bands and all that sort of stuff, they give so much in times of crisis. 
it's nice that it's sort of coming back to them uh, in this case as well. And, and, you know, and I think, you know, usually the big focus of, you know, when, when a, a festival is announced and all that sort of stuff, you know, all of the fans out there look to what international bands are coming to Australia and mm. all of that sort of stuff. And that's in the usual times, but we're not in usual times anymore. Exactly. Really. Yeah. We're everything's sort of changing. Timeline. Yeah. And, uh, and I feel like this is, you know, it, it, while of course they're going to put together an amazing lineup of bands next year, I really feel like it's really not going to matter who's on the lineup. People are going to get behind it and support it because yeah. it's like, they're just going to be stoked to be able to go to a festival. And on top of that, they're going to be stoked that they're all their Australian favourite locals, you know? Yeah, spot on. I mean, these are the bands that we've been nurturing over the years. And, you know, when when you think about an all-Australian cast like this, like who comes to mind for, you know, f- to take the reins of, of headlining a festival like this? Obviously, you know, in the past we've seen Parkway, the Emity Affliction headlining it. Like, you know, will we see the likes of Emity come down again with the new album behind them or... Would you yeah, would you be looking I mean, at the next crop? Like, who could be the next headliners? The next crop of headliners. I mean, you know, you've got all of those bands that that sort of have sort of touched maybe that sort of eight nine o'clock, uh, you know, slot at Unify previously, or you know, so bands like you know Northlane Tonight Alive, um, you know, Carnival, you know, all of that sort of uh, level mm. of bands. Uh, previously, uh, you know, and they have said they're not they're not going to shy away from you know bands that have played you know at this year at uh, at this year's festival um, or you know last year's festival. Um, they're not worried about restrictions if they're touring around it or anything like that as well. They they just want to put back into the pockets of those yeah. uh, those bands, and you know we we may even see perhaps another stage as well. I like I'm speculating at this point. But, you know, just to, in order to fit more bands on for more people to see, you know, we may actually see a couple more stages. Well, uh, like the thing that worked so well, like unfortunately with the, the rain situations was at Unify, we had two stages. Like you had the main stage and then you had the tent stage. And I think it kind goodness. of added to like a whole day experience of like going from one band to the next, just like a music festival, as opposed to having that sort of cut down in the middle. And that's one of the great things that we experienced. Like, obviously, we were backstage doing all the interviews for Unified TV, but, like, to come out and go see band to band to band, that kind of thing, it kept the whole festival going. And if they do that idea again, then that gives the opportunity to have more bands play, that kind of thing. Mm, That's right. Personally, I'd love to see Thy Artist Murder headlining. Can you imagine that? Like, oh, has a deathcore band ever headlined a festival in Australia before? Like, on the main know. stage for that matter? No. God, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that would keep you pitting all day, wouldn't it? Jesus, yeah. And look, surely the gloom in the corner would have to have uh, another opportunity to, to play Unify and, and, and do everything right this time. Unfortunately, they were struck with um, sound issues, which, you know, happens from time to time. But with that said, they've got some big news to announce as well. So surely they'd be on the lineup, right? I mean, they surely they're in with a shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but big news from them this week, Pricey. Yeah, look, uh, you know, in a full disclaimer, this is a this is a you know a, a, this is a personal interest piece. Uh, we uh, Collision Course have signed the glo- the gloom in the corner uh, for their next couple of singles that they're releasing. I'm, I'm very very excited about that. They've got you know there's there's 
the, the, the three singles that they're going to release, are, you know, they tell a bit of an interlude in the story of the glooms and they're going to, it's going to finalize in, in a big reveal that, that uh, no one's going to see coming in the story. So, Ooh. I mean, that's, that's some really cool stuff. I, I can't, I can't wait to see how people react to that. And so far, everything's been really positive and, Lots and lots of reactions so far, which is off its head. And look, the Gloom Boys have have done like nothing but great things. The last album, uh, the last EP, I should say, sorry, the con- the concept EP was was a great release from a band who who sound like they've been in the industry for for at least over a decade. That kind of situation, like when you listen to these boys, you the, the technicality they have in their songwriting is far more advanced for a band of their stature and, you know, their longevity in the, in the music industry. So it's a good pickup and a testament to you guys for jumping on them as soon as you could. And I'm looking forward to see what this story tells because they did it so well the last time. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, to me, they're one of the most exciting sort of bands around that, you know, they have a fluid sort of story through what they do and the, everything around it, it, you know, hangs off that tree of, of the story that they've been telling all along. And, and that's like, that's so much more interesting than just song to song to song to song, not to disparage anyone who's actually doing that. But yeah. like, I just think like that through line of having a story all the way along is just, it's just too, too appealing to, to pass up. Yeah, that's fucking sweet. So uh, keen to see what the future holds for them. If you haven't jumped on the bandwagon yet, the gloom in the corner is who you need to be checking out. And continuing on the level of heavy, Fit for an Autopsy released a new song. Now, you might remember they put out their um, latest album last October, I think it was, The Sea of Tragic Beasts, and they're already releasing new music, which just goes to show the situation of like, because the world has stopped, people are still making music and moving forward. And, you know, because you can't tour an album, it's good to work on, you know, new material or B-sides that didn't quite make an album. And I think that's a pure example of what this latest single, Fear Tomorrow, was all about. Yeah, I mean, it's out now through uh, Human Target Records. So that's Andy from Die Art's label. Absolutely is. And, um, yeah, like, damn, that they just don't really do much wrong, do they? It's Correct. Heavy as hell. It's heavy but, as hell, and it's obvious that you know what Andy does with, uh, you know, his studio and his label. Like it's it's always with a sense of quality, isn't it? Exactly. Like when you when you think of Human Target, you want to think of the heaviest of heavy bands, and like that's where you yeah. go to get that fix that you need. Yeah, totally. Now, I Prevail have uh, dabbled into the world of EDM crossovers following the likes of Under Oath, uh, Blink-182, uh, and they've put out their song, Even which they did with... Phase One. Phase One, of course. You know, there's so many to talk about. There's an article I wrote about it at Wall of Sound, so just go type in EDM and you'll track it down that way. But they've teamed up. I, I'm crap with pronunciations, Pricey, so take over. What's this guy's this producer's name? Elenium. Elenium. Yeah, and uh, so essentially, I mean, this isn't an I Prevail track. This is an I Prevail feature. Feature, yeah. On an Alenium track. Alenium's uh, a, a, you know, fairly self-made producer out of the States. And, and like, this this track is it's, – actually, no, wait, he's Canadian, sorry. Um, and, oh, yeah, you want to get that right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and um, and uh, Brian Burkheiser's – vocal on this it's like he's made to do anything this guy he can he can sing anything from sort of pop all the way through to heavy stuff and and it's it, like 
it's just a big, big vocal on this track. It's called Feel Something, and it uh, like it's got a big dubstep drop at one point in it as well. And yeah, it's it's just really sick. And it just shows, you know, like, like you said, obviously it's not an I Prevail song, but it's a song that they're putting their voices and their name attached to. And it shows, like, the possibilities of what could happen in future, if you get what I'm saying. Like, because there was a song on I Prevail's latest album, like, it, the name's escaping me at the moment. No, Paranoid, where it had yeah. that sort of, like, EDM drop where they could have put a breakdown, which would have been yeah. expected. And they went the different direction and put that EDM drop and, like, caught people off guard. So it shows that, you know, they had that ability to be able to to dabble into different genres and things like that and this is a pure example of like what happens if they team up with the right person totally totally now uh stand atlantic bringing things back home they've released a ballad uh they've got the piano out and they're getting the sub story on for the new song drink to drown aka dtd for all of you amity affliction fans out there um, look, I, I love it. I'm a sucker for a ballad. I don't care if it's a, a, an acoustic one, if there's a piano involved, whatever it is, but just I love Stand Atlantic at this point in time. I feel like everything, they, everything they're putting out so far since shh has been gold, and I, I really can't wait to see what they do next. I love shh so much. Shh, it's so good, isn't it? Such a tune. Yeah, and look, it would have been great to see what they have to offer with these new tracks at Download Festival. Sadly, that didn't come to fruition, so now we just need to wait and see what they're working on with this album, which hasn't been announced yet. Three singles so far, so, like, you know, what's the deal? Yeah, I want more. Now, Without Belief have been popping up um, and, like, catching people's attention with the heavy sound. So, obviously, they've got the EP, The Parting Gift, which came out on April Fool's Day, but it was far from a joke. It was a heavy delivery. Like, I I was actually quite surprised at how much I really enjoyed this. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we we were lucky enough to premiere uh, two tracks from that EP uh, on The Faction, uh, on the new music hour. just before the the EP dropped, and uh, yeah, we we dropped a track from Lizzie, uh, uh, sorry, a, a track featuring Lizzie from the Beautiful Monument, and a track uh, from David De La Hons, uh from Belhaven and Wither, and and yeah, like both tracks, yeah, stand out, very very strong. Yeah, so look, if you're looking, those people were able to lend their voice to the songs. Absolutely, the the. The story that's being told as part of it is part of a you know a, a story is about the loss of a loved one and mm. and you know so it's very heavy content and I know both of those people have also been through heavy things in their life as well so for them to lend their voice to it that you know obviously carries their own pain their own struggle their own yeah things. With it, it just lends so much to the tracks. And look, and you take a look at the uh, the song tracks on the EP itself. Obviously, you got the intro. You got Denial, which features Lizzie Blanco. Anger, which feature, features Mitchell Rawlings. Bargaining with Tom Armstrong. Depression with David De La Hoz and Acceptance. It goes through those experiences that you have when you lose someone. So th- those feelings, those emotions you go through. Obviously, you know, denial. You're denying everything's happening around you. Anger, you, you're frustrated and you want to take it out on someone. Bargaining, you're to do anything and everything to make it stop and then depression hits and you're just stuck with that awful feeling you can't escape and then acceptance of the fact that you know this is happening you need to accept that it's 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 going to happen and and you you need to be able to move forward so like enable the way that um 
without belief have managed to take those emotions, those feelings, and turn them into a song that reflects how you're feeling, and to feature those artists who who added that whole extra level to the the songs themselves. Like I think it's a, a, a fantastic way to be able to to showcase not only what you can do as a musician, singer, songwriter, but to put this concept forward for people to listen to and and I guess you know serve as like a way to help them out. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I'm yet to hit acceptance uh, yet uh, on this Corona thing. Yeah, it's you look. It's 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 hard because you know we're we're all stuck inside. We're all adhering to the rules to the best of our abilities and all that, and we just don't know how long we're going to be stuck indoors for. Yep. But you and, know. Uh... I am climbing the walls, man. <laughs> but look, you know what? We've got the past of time. There's music documentaries popping up all over the place. The Devil Wears Prada just put out their new one as well. It's just over an hour long called No Sun, No Moon, and it features the writing and recording process uh, that went into their 2016 album, Transit Blues. And look, The Devil Wears Prada for me have been a band that, like, I, I don't want to say they peaked early, because they've really come back again with their latest album, The Art, and like proved that you know they do have a great sound behind them, and you know they do have what it takes to make great music, that kind of thing. But this shows like the intricate details that went into you know them going into the recording and writing process for the album, and you can see how that all worked out. And I, I love stuff like this. Like I wish there was more that you could watch about you know going into writing and recording process as opposed to oh we're going on tour, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, they definitely started out as a MySpace core sort of... Yeah, act. back in the day, yeah. They, they were definitely... They came out of that era. Um, so, I mean, I ignored them for a long, long time just because of that a little. Um, but, you know, yeah, like you said, that that new album has, is, like, piqued my interest. And, yeah, I think that's definitely something I'm going to check out. I'm going to go and look at this documentary. Now you've sort of highlighted it. I saw it was there the other day. I haven't, uh, well, that it was coming, and I didn't really, I haven't really looked into it yet, but I think now, now you've picked my interest there, Brownie. I think I'm going to check it out. Well, you know, put the dumbbells down at home and, like, just plonk yourself on the couch for a little bit. (laughs) But look, uh, April 24, we've discussed this in the past, how in February, that, that, the date that all those albums came out was, like, the, the biggest day for February music. 14. February 14, yeah. And now we're looking at uh, April 24 as like the next big day for music news, for, for music releases. Yeah, it's actually, it's possibly even a little bit more stacked than than February 14th, to be honest. Maybe not as heavy on Australian releases, uh, but certainly there's, you know, we've got uh, the used hard work album is coming out. Uh, you know, which has an Australian connection, but lives here in Sydney, obviously. He sure does. Uh, you know, Dance Gavin Dance's record is dropping as well. Uh, you know, they've confirmed uh, These Four Walls, their album, This Is Not a Future, that's dropping. Uh, you mentioned Trivium's album before. What Correct, the that's great. Oh, that's Cata- dropping. Catatonia, Catatonia as well. It's just like, what the hell? Like, there's just... There's just too much to choose for. And I think we're going to see the charts are going to be filled up with metal again. Which is what we need to do. Like, like having a look for the future, Like, I think this in my in my forecast is like the last big day where there's like four or more 
heavier releases coming up. Like the next big thing that we can sort of look forward to, I guess, is like May 1st, which you've got the new Paris and Boston Manor releases coming out. And after that, you've got May 8, Mate, which is uh, Lamb of God, Justice for the Dam, Hayley Williams releasing their albums. But like this is like one of like the next big ones where there's a few releases coming out. And to add on to that as well, Parkway Drive releasing their Viva the Underdogs uh, oh, documentary man. for people well. to buy or rent at home. So look, like it's just it's just something that we've got a couple of more weeks to look forward to, but now we have something closer to look forward to to get us through these next couple of weeks. April 24th is going to be, that weekend is just going to be chock full for everyone, I yeah. think. So, you know, do your crunches, do your ab workouts now. And isn't, isn't it insane how, like, all through social media right now, you're just seeing, like, ads for home workouts and things like that. Like, I'm being inundated. <laughs> and I don't like any gym memes or anything like that. I don't know where this is all coming from. <laughs> well, we're all in isolation, so they're just marketing to everyone right now. Mate, I do crunches, but it comes from a packet of chips. That's probably the only time <laughs> you're going to get me close to anything involving the C word. I keep. Asking you to come work out of the gym with me, man, but you don't take it up. And I keep telling you, no, I don't want to be around you with my guns. <laughs> but uh, I think that brings us to the end of the Matter of Faction podcast, episode 42. There, there's, look, there's still so much happening out there in the music world. It's just a matter of you trying to find it, immerse yourself Hopefully in it. we've highlighted some of them for you. Yep, we'll do our absolute best to keep you occupied and keep you motivated to make it through the next few hours and, and stop you lounging around eating everything in the fridge. Like, Stop going back there every half an hour. You're, you're bored. You're not hungry. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. We do it for the Handshake Media Network. This bloke over here, his name is Pricey. Hey, and that bloke over there, his name's Brownie. What's up? And uh, we'll catch you next week on the Matter of Faction podcast. Hey. You've been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie.